Hi, it's Nate with the Central District Podcast, episode 23. Joining me on this on this uh, episode is um, Jason Avon from, it's technically Cali Protective, but Cali Helmet, uh, our kind of our helmet brand that we've um, we've successfully sold for the last eight years, and we're we're big believers in the Cali Helmet and the Cali Protectives, but um, I thought we would, you know, uh, ask some questions from Jason and um, and go from there. So welcome out, Jason. Well, thank you for having me, Nate. Yeah, man. Um, really cool to be on. So I, uh, you are, I'll be, this is my very first podcast being on, so I'm really stoked. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, um. I know I know a little bit of your history and your background, but um, how did you get started in the bike industry and, and with Cali, and where are you at now with life? Well, um, I got in the bike industry not because I uh, loved bikes. I mean, I loved riding bikes as a kid, but I moved to California, lived with my aunt and uncle, and, and uh, I needed a job. And so my aunt actually happened to be the on-site travel agent for Specialized. And the uh, I ended up getting a job in the warehouse for a few years and kind of really dug the bike industry, even from being a warehouse grunt. And But I wanted to get into the sales side. And so what I ended up doing was um, leaving Specialized, knowing I was unprepared or not really ready to be a, uh, a rep uh, for them or for anybody for that matter. And I went to go work for a shop called Livermore Cyclery and ended up working with them for over a 10-year period and really learned the, the the bike side, the retail side of it, and really understanding what retailers and the consumer was really getting into uh, or what they what they needed and uh, and how to work with uh, uh, with new and um existing writers. Um, I've uh, grown since then. I mean, I, I ended up leaving Livermore to go to a, a help uh, run a shop in Miltitas called Sun Bike Shop. And then I helped start a shop in Mountain View, uh, California called Cognition. And then I ended up after being in retail for roughly 25 years because and I started being in working in a grocery store at 15, but after 25 years of retail, I think I was done. And Cali Protectives was there, and what I thought was going to be in San Jose, California, turned to be turned out to be a mile down the street. So, I where I was used to be commuting anywhere between 35 to 50 miles each way turned to a total of two mile commute. Ooh, that's tough. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, the company moved um, a couple uh, about a couple years after I started uh, to from Domain Drive. Or excuse me, not Domain. Uh, from Dunn Avenue to Tennant Avenue in Morgan Hill, and which basically doubled my commute. So instead of one mile, it's two miles. So. Oh, uh, <laughs> and 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 what's really funny is um, we're basically a stone's throw from specialized. So, mm-hmm. oh, I guess you kept circling back. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. 
So you started at Cali as a as a rep? Um, yeah, you were I my rep in, in the beginning. Yeah, yes. And as I always tell people, once I'm your rep, I'm always your rep, no matter what. Oh, I know. So, <laughs> on a side note, on a side note, Jason is the one rep that will take a text from an Eastern Standard Time to whatever Mountain Time or whatever you want, which I don't always realize is it is at like five a.m. or six a.m. and I get an answer. I think that's wonderful. <laughs> Yeah, you might be you might be foolish for doing so, but I do appreciate it. Well, you know, not everyone does it. And then, I mean, the other day somebody called me at five o'clock in the morning. I was like, "Who's calling me at five o'clock in the morning?" Uh, somebody <laughs> wants to give me their credit card. I said, "Okay, good." And I'm, I'll, I'll, they left me the voicemail with the number, so I was like, "Good." And then I sent him a text <laughs> message later, and I was like, "Thanks, I got your number." And I deleted uh, yeah. it. So, um, <laughs> and uh, I feel lucky. But it was deleted mine. Um, uh, so now, what do you do at Cali? Um, so I still do sales. Um, I was when I came when I came to Cali. They they assigned me a certain part of the territory, and I and that's how you and I met because I ended up uh, expanding to basically pretty much the entire eastern part of the. the the country. Um, I mean, I did have a little, uh, we were kind of all over the map as far as the territories we were running. And then one of our sales managers decided to kind of let's clean up the lines a little bit. And so we did. Um, The later on, we, um, you know, over time I'd uh, changed territories because I got to a point where it was growing and then I was asked to take over other territories or I saw where we needed growth and so I would so one of the things that my did was is basically uh, turn around and grow territories that were underperforming with the brand uh, not because um, the product was not being sold there it's just well maybe that it wasn't being sold but it wasn't uh, people weren't aware of who we are and 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 so um, that's you know what I've been doing over a ten year period recently in February, I was promoted to run the inside team and then of course, March hit um we did hire a new guy to handle the eastern part of the country, and he works with me from home. He's yet to actually step foot in the office to work um since covid nineteen hit and then um but yeah, my job right now is to help uh, uh, dealers and consumers around the around the country to with any questions or any orders they need. Uh, and I, I will say you do do it with a smile, even though I, I feel like there's probably times you want to reach through the phone and strangle me. Um, uh, well, well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Now. I know um, in one of the questions that we, we usually ask, just in that, I know you have a couple of really cool bicycles that you ride. And a recent mm-hmm. acquisition probably helping you on that two-mile commute. Um, uh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I was just to say, I, uh, you bought a turn, T-E-R-N. Um, what, what, how did that all come about? Um, so 
in the wonderful world of bikes, uh, there's a lot of good shops that go around and they talk about the benefits of uh, uh, e-bikes or cargo bikes and uh, as well. And, and, and one of the things that was driving me nuts is that um, I wanted to be able to ride to work and the but I, I have this mental block in my head that I don't want to ride my mountain bikes because <laughs> that they're designed for uh, you know the treads on there. I don't want to switch the tires around. I, I'm not a big fan of moving wheels around on bikes and stuff like that. And yeah. but I also wanted to um, change sort of my approach to life when it came to. Um, getting around town, you know, it's one thing to go down, you know, go the to up to the city or whatever it might be. But when you're in town, you know, Morgan Hill is really quite small. Um, and I can get to from one end to the other end, but, um, I wanted something that was going to allow me to go grocery shopping and also commute. And so I can, and also deliver helmets to the two local shops in town that um, do carry and support the brand and do really well with it. Um, That's way cool. And uh, what's that? That's way cool. Yeah. Being able to do so, yeah. Well, it's really a lot of fun and, and it gets a lot of attention. And I've only had it a couple of weeks, but the smiles that you see that when a shop owner or the shop employees see the product coming in there, coming in, it's like, you know, what's cool is that I can, they're really busy right now. And the last thing they have time to be doing is um, um, coming to go get their product. They used to have everything dropped with them from the delivery service, whether it's UPS or the postal service or FedEx. Um, where I, where it's kind of cool for us is that, they're they're having you know somebody from the brand uh, well their rep in this case and then sometimes Brad the owner of our company will actually drop off helmets but be able to take my bike and and take uh, you know two thousand dollars worth of helmets or something like that over to the guy down the street and um, and that's a lot of helmets <laughs> and just throw them yeah, on the is. back tray <laughs> throw them on the back tray and and, and the cool thing about having this turn and because it's an e-bike, you don't feel the weight. And, um, and some, you know, the other day it was super windy and somebody asked, Oh man, how's that thing in the wind? I said, what wind? And they, you know, cause I knew it was there, but you just don't feel the wind. It just, it, you know, and, and, but so why did I buy the turn and buy, or why did I buy an e-cargo bike was to be able to get back and forth to work, to be able to do the grocery shopping, to go ahead and, um, deliver product to my local dealers and go to Target or go to a local shop or whatever it may be. And, but, you know, at the end of the day, one of the things that realized is that when I'm done at the office, um, that two mile ride on a, on a regular bike seems like it's going to be a 10 mile ride because I'm, I'm wiped out mentally and physically. And, um, jumping on an e e bike basically uh, takes that two mile commute and makes it feel like it's a half mile commute. And then I'm back home and and I'm not thinking about that. I you know thinking about that 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 short that seemed like a long trip. And um, 
And at the end of the day, you know, and that was really it. And it's why did I buy the e version of the bike? Is so I can get home. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. So that's why. Oh, I totally so. get it. That makes so much sense. Um, it's so cool that you're able to, yeah, deliver product even, you know, on a local basis. That's awesome. Um, the, uh, and for, I know a lot of people that are going to be listening don't know this, but you also, your mountain bike is fairly legit. It's a, it's a pivot. Did you get the 49 or the? Um, I got uh, the Mach 5.5 uh, about a about a year and a half ago. I, maybe it's two yeah. years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how are you liking that? I really like that bike a lot. Um, you know, being a heavier rider, um, you know, one of the things that I look for in, in bikes, and especially with rear suspension, is, you know, how is it going to handle the weight of a, you know, Clydesdale? so to speak, and the, and it handles really well. Um, the, my climbing still sucks. I mean, I'm really not a very good climber and, uh, uh, but the defending it's, you know, I'm still really getting really more comfortable and comfortable on the bike. Um, and, you know, we have some of the best trails in the world to, even if we're not going to climb, we're going to shuttle and we're going to ride down. The bike is a kind of do-all, be-all bike. Is there bikes that have longer suspension that would be uh, um, need more um, more to the uh, liking of some of the trails we have? Uh, yeah, sure. But to me, the the Mach 5.5 is a perfect trail bike. The that I you know I, I, it's not over suspended. It's not under suspended. And it just it just handles just about everything I need. Sounds about perfect to me. Um, <laughs> I I totally get that. That's for me a rebel um, a revelation. I've been we've often sold bigger full suspension in the shop because you know stanchions get bigger on forks. Air 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 canisters get bigger on shot, all that kind of stuff. And it's, a, in my opinion, a bigger ride. And it's, I think the industry is doing a great service that that's starting to trickle down to what we would consider more of a trail. You know, you're not having to run the suspension that used to be on like a 160 mil or one, you know, larger travel bike is now more likely to happen on, you know, mm-hmm. 130 travel and, and stuff. And I think, that's what makes these bikes super capable um, and that kind of stuff. So, obviously, you're wearing a helmet on these rides. What's your go-to helmet? You know, um, <laughs> it's it's so funny because I get – it's a Cali helmet, okay, because I wear <laughs> – I'm trying to wear every single helmet right now. The, okay. Uh, my When it comes to the mountain bike right now, my go-to helmet has been the Maya 2.0. Uh, I've been wearing that a lot. Um, prior to that, it was the Interceptor um, because it just was super comfortable, super ventilated, um, had the rear coverage that I was looking for, but I hadn't really ridden the Maya helmet yet. Um, it's like mm-hmm. I went straight to the top, and and I was like, why not? I work at the bike. I work for a helmet company, and uh, I might as well just get the the best one we make. And so. It's. I love the way that helmet uh, works for me, but it doesn't work for everyone. 
whereas the Maya yeah. 2.0 works for probably 99% of the ridership out there. Um, super comfortable, um, flexible visor, so you, you're hitting a branch, you're not worried about the visor breaking on you. Um, the pinch style retention system, yeah, I love the way it flexes underneath, so it gets underneath the back of the head. And yep. um, and then, of course, the reason why it's called the 2.0 is because we add the um, LDL technology on the inside of the helmet that allowed for us to answer the question for not only linear hits, but um, uh, but also for the rotational uh, impacts that happen um, in the case of an unfortunate get-off. Um, right. And, yeah. Um, yeah. And that's that's what I'm wearing mostly on the mountain bike. I do have the Invader uh, helmet, and the which is a full-face Enduro trail helmet, uh, really well-ventilated helmet. That's something, if I'm going to go shuttling on, um, that's the, my go-to for shuttling. Uh, and... Uh, especially when we're going to Santa Cruz or demonstration for us or something like that, I'll go ahead and uh, just, I want to make sure that I know some of the craziness that can happen out there. And I don't mm -hmm. really care for wearing a traditional full face helmet because they're too hot. But this thing is I can wear it all day, never take it off and just be, just have fun with it. And that's, and those are my go-to helmets for the, for the pivot or um, or any mountain biking that I'm doing um, for mm -hmm. the turn for the turn it's I'm either riding my I, I wear one of three helmets it's going to be my therapy my my alchemy or my city helmet right now um, and the difference is is that the city helmet has a tail light on the back and it has a drop down internal visor and and for me that is going to probably be my go to nighttime ride because it has a taillight in there. Um yeah. and and on there. I mean the the, the turn has head headlights and taillights, but having an upper taillight it doesn't seem like it's gonna hurt and that it's gonna have that. I mean and I know we have two other helmets that offer uh uh actually integrated taillights. Um and I haven't yet tried those what and that's called the Trapper or Central, but um, you know Time will tell. I'll get there. Sure. Uh, but the other two helmets, the Alchemy and Therapy, um, I I love both of those helmets. I I didn't under I didn't I didn't um, appreciate them until now, and because I really wasn't riding on the road, and I was like, man, this is a really comfortable helmet. I was actually pretty blown away, and you know I'm sitting here selling them, but to actually go and ride them and um, and, and and me having a follically challenged uh, scalp here, I was because you, know, <laughs> you know one of the things I love about the Maya is that it's got the bug liner, but the Alchemy yep. and Therapy do not. And so the difference between for your listeners, the difference between the Alchemy and Therapy is one has a visor and one doesn't. And we always like to say that what's the difference between the Alchemy and Therapy? Well, you ride mountain. You ride the alchemy. If you ride, if you ride road, you need therapy. So that's how we knew the difference between the helmets. So. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a good so. one. Um, and so true. Hey, I know. Um, 
not everybody knows what LDL is. Um, and that was, am I saying this right? I mean, that's, that's Callie's answer to MIPS. Um, yes and no. Yeah. It, 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 is it the answer to MIPS? Yes and no. Um, a lot of us um, for the longest time were asking, um, what is Callie doing to, is Callie going to put MIPS in the helmets? And the answer was we were looking at it and, um, and eventually the answer was no, we weren't going to put MIPS in our helmets. And the reason for it is that um, Brad's and Cali as a whole believe the standard is softer is better. Um, and for the longest time, we, and to some extent, still do have the softest foam in the industry within our, within our helmets. The softer, the, and which is, you know, it, it, which can be, it, which is all part of our, the new term is comprehensive protection system, is making things softer throughout the entire helmet to better protect the brain from both linear and rotational. What the LDL, which stands for low density layer, um, stand, it, there's two materials we use. There's a, a material from a company called Rion, which will be in helmets like the Maya on up. And there's another material called quad core, which shows up in helmets like the Pace and the new Uno helmet that will be out this winter and a few other helmets that we've got going on. In fact, we have a new kid's helmet coming out in December with the quad core LDL technology. And but what they're designed to do is um, crush on low G hits um, and also shift omnidirectionally. So, so imagine what you will that the when you have an impact, you know the average impact is at 106 G's, or I think is what they do. 80% of your impacts is at 106 G. We actually test helmets up to 300 G G forces, but you can actually get a concussion at 75 G. But EPS foam doesn't always crush. In fact, they it, you know, I have to uh, make sure with Brad, but I think it's like between 30 and 40 G's before EPS foam really starts to crush. And but the LDL technology is designed to crush whether it's a 1 G hit or it's a 300 G hit. It doesn't matter, but it will always move omnidirectionally in case you have a oblique impact. That makes sense. Um, and it's become a I, uh, I mean, like, I made a conscious decision this year to not – the only Kelly helmets I'm selling have LDL because I think safety and your noggin are a big deal. Um, mm-hmm. And the introduction of the face helmet answered a lot of uh, – it made it an affordable option for that kind mm-hmm. of deal, and we've done well with that helmet. And I want to add, like, I grabbed one not realizing – uh, we have like, you know, for some demos and stuff like that, we have a few helmets loose and I was going out on a ride and I thought I grabbed my helmet, which is an, an old interceptor. And I also like you loved my F2.0, but I thought I grabbed my interceptor. I mistakenly picked up the paste out of, out of our, out of our kind of our demo helmet mix and wore that on a ride and thought, man, this is a comfy helmet. And, um, was just really surprised when I took it off and realized it wasn't my helmet. Um, it felt as nice to my head as the interceptor. Um, and so kudos. 
I think that's that's an awesome an awesome deal. Um, one of the bigger reasons I besides the fit, Cali helmets just fit me. So it's my personal bias that I push on to my customers uh, to stick with Cali helmets. And over all the years, it's, it's just the only brand that we've really we've sold a few other brands, but we just always have done well with Cali. And so the last, I don't know, four or five years, we've just been Cali only. And I think that's been a good strategy. Um, it's been fun to um, be part of the Cali family, so to speak, and, um, and, that, and, then, and then see what kind of all the changes. Um, and I will say thank you for kind of dropping the California camouflage motifs and getting into the thousand matte colors. But... Uh, <laughs> One of the things that I I get the most blank look on customers' eyes when I sell them a helmet is there's lifetime crash replacement on this. And no, they just they seem to, no pun intended, not be able to wrap their head around that idea. Like I can crash and get my helmet replaced, and it, it, it just boggles people's minds. You know, like who would do that? You know, um, yeah. So I mean, from you. <laughs> From your perspective, has that been a been a good deal for Cali or a bad deal for Cali? I think it's been an incredible good deal for Cali. Um, there, there's a lot of companies that would do some kind of crash replacement and um, or no questions asked and stuff like that. Whether it's within, you know, but it'd always be like you got a year to crash or not like the helmet. And you know, Cali has been always stood behind its product. I mean. We don't put it in writing, but we've always told dealers that if you if your customer doesn't like the helmet, you know, we'll take it back. Because the last thing we want you to be doing is rocking a helmet that is uh, that you you know you you've got to have peace of mind when you're riding, okay? And when you're riding a Cali helmet, hey, one of the few things that we want to make sure you're comfortable with is, hey, you spent some good cash on a product, and it's got to be a comfortable. But the last thing I wanted you to worry about is, oh man, I hope to God I don't crash my my forty dollar or five hundred dollar helmet. And and trust me, these when there's people that you know, you know, it's one thing to crash in a forty to a hundred dollar helmet. Yeah, it it it's it's it it sucks that you have to buy a new one. Um, but when you got a guy that's buying a hundred and eighty dollar interceptor and <clears throat> and it's made it even more comfortable for shops to actually carry $180 interceptor or $225 invaders where you buy it, you ride it. If you happen to crash it, the first replacement's on Cali. And and that's really um, comfortable for a lot of people. And and the way I look at it is you're not buying one helmet. You're actually getting two helmets for that price. You just have to pay shipping for the second one. Um, It's And the... And the level of comfort that um, once a customer, you know, not just a dealer, but the customer who ends up buying that Cali helmet, and then and then we and then we follow through with that promise that because of some unfortunate uh, crashes that happen, they're blown away that and then they then they not only get another get that replacement, but that customer goes and buys another Cali helmet, or they tell their friends that this is what Cali does. And not only um, 
not only do they say it, but they practice what they preach. And so we <clears throat> we believe in making sure that um, we we do what we say and, and do what we do, and and make sure that everyone's uh, comfortable with that product. And uh, but as far as the crash replacement part of it, has it cost us any money? No, it's actually it's actually helped. Uh, to me, it's not so much the money aspect of it. It's it's just helped the comfort level for dealers and riders, and made uh, made things just that much easier for somebody to say yes. I'm I'm going to buy this Cali helmet, uh, not because it's just a you've got the comfort, you got the technology, and dang it, these guys stand behind the product, and so we'll take care of anybody when it comes to any kind of issue with the helmet. And I, this, it's just fantastic. And um, I, we do have, I do know, you know, customers that have taken advantage of this. Um, and oftentimes it, it's almost like, well, they came back, they crashed, they're replacing their helmet, and they forgot that there was a lifetime crash. And I've been able to just replace mm-hmm. that helmet on the spot and, get, you know, work that out and get them going. And I agree, mm-hmm. it results in additional sales. Um, and anybody that's bought a Cali helmet tends to come back and buy another Cali helmet, usually because they feel so darn good. They're comfortable helmets to wear. Um, is the feedback that I really get. Like, this is the best fitting helmet I've ever had, and why would I, you know, so I'm just going to wear this brand. Um, so kudos. Um, and, and, yeah, and... I think it's been it's been really really awesome to be part of the the growth of this brand and of this company and this family and and the added family members uh, of the you know like yourself and everyone else because uh, it truly is I mean you go to a trade show and when they when they existed and uh, yeah. or go to a festival and or you know you, you go to see booths and stuff like that. And, Cali was always busy. People would ask me, you know, what's, you know, have, have you seen the festival or have you seen the show? I said, I don't know. I've been, I haven't had time because everyone comes to see us and because we try to be so welcoming and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, uh, but the, but the helmets themselves have been just selling well and doing well. And by the way, just so you know, Cali, the entire time I was there was always kind of doing this lifetime crash replacement. We just didn't make it official until about five or six years ago. So, yeah. And it was Brad. Yeah, Brad just wants to research them. You know, he wants to cut them open, dissect them, see where the where the impact was, and then and go from there. That's awesome. Uh, it really is. That you know, the owner of the company is elbows deep in the business, so to speak. You know. Um, I think we're, um, I would love to pick this up and, and talk with you again, Jason, but for today, I, I, I'm going to uh, bid you adieu. Um, it's been fun chatting with you and, um, I hopefully it wasn't your a painful first podcast experience and you'd be willing to do it again. Right. Uh, well, no, I absolutely love to do it. And I, you know, you're, you know, you made it super comfortable and, uh, hopefully I didn't make it awful. <laughs> um, no, uh, and, I think, yeah. 
But I, let me leave uh, you with this. You know, let yeah. me leave you with this, and I'll make it real quick. One of the why did you know why why one thing I didn't answer for you is why am I a Cali? Um, Cali, when I worked on the retail side of the of the of the world um, of the Cali, the bicycle world, the one thing I couldn't answer was the difference between a forty dollar helmet and a two hundred dollar helmet. And with Cali, I was able to answer that question. And because between whether it's from forty dollars to seventy dollars to ninety dollars to hundred, there's always there's going to be a subtle difference or a major difference between our entire helmet line. Most companies ten years ago, all they were talking about was ventilation, the look, um, the bra- the Kevlar cages that actually held the helmets together during testing, and the um, and in how cool it looked. And I joined a company that was not look worried about cool. They were worried about safety and and well, you know, making sure that we had softer things against our head. We are combining cool looking with the safety finally. But the reason why I'm at Cali is that I feel like we're I'm with a brand that's making a difference. That's seriously important in your life, everybody's life. You shouldn't be working mm-hmm. in a a place that doesn't kind of like work with your personal ethos, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> but that, but yeah, this has been an enjoyable chat and I really, I really appreciate you having me on.